Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Internally Woke. How are you guys doing out there? How are you doing? It is Wednesday where I am, coming to you a day late. Those of you who have been listening for a while know that I usually record on Tuesdays, but it has been one of those, just one of them weeks. Um, yeah. So I hope everyone who is listening is doing fine. If you are not listening, then it means you are against black people. <laughs> um, so let's just go ahead and jump into um, current events for this week. Last week, we were talking about August Alcina. And at the time that I recorded the podcast, it was when... We only heard from August and Jada and Will had not necessarily said anything yet, I think. And since then, Will, somebody from Will's camp has come out and said that, no, they did not give August or Will did not give August Alcina his blessing to have a whatever you want to call it situationship with Jada. And Jada has said that she there's some healing that needs to take place. And that she is going to come to the Red Table Talk and discuss, um, I guess, the situation. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I really don't have much to add to that that I didn't say last week. Um, I just feel like there were a lot of ills taken on everyone's part. We talked about not having an NDA in place. Um, we talked about what they, well, what Jada did to help August and how, um, I don't know, I just feel like it was a low blow, but he was a man scorned. I mean, I know he said he wasn't angry, but you've got to be in some place of animosity to do that to her. Um, so other than that, I guess we're just waiting for that Red Table Talk episode. I mean, it's not going to do anything, but they have always, in a roundabout way, confirmed and denied the situation at the same time. I don't know how they do it. They've never dogmatically said, yes, we are swingers. They've never dogmatically said, no, we are not in an open relationship. However, they do very well at beating around the bush. So we'll see. Um, in other news this week, can we cancel 50? And by cancel, I mean, stop giving him the clout that he continues to get when he goes on his bullying rampages, right? So if you haven't heard or haven't seen, 50 was on... Something was Lil Wayne, and I don't know if this is Lil Wayne's podcast. I didn't know Lil Wayne was still doing stuff, honestly. Um, but him and 50 were talking, and 50 was saying that he likes to date exotic women um, or women from different cultures, different countries, because they look exotic and they're different. In a roundabout way of saying, instead of putting up with an angry black woman. Can we just throw away the phrase angry black woman? And she can't just be angry for a specific reason. It's not like it's a lifestyle we live. 
And even if we did it, we, I think that if anybody has the right to walk around angry, it's a black woman just because we are like the bottom of the barrel type. And when it comes to treatment, I don't mean that that's how I view us. I mean, when it comes to how we are treated, we are bottom, we're at the bottom. Like they, we are a last thought and afterthought when it comes to people. So even if we were walking around in an angry state of mind, I think we have every right to do so, but I don't think that that's how we are in general, right? I think most black women try and make the best of every situation. And I think that, yes, there are times that black women can be angry about minuscule things, um, but I think anybody can get mad or angry, upset about minuscule things. So putting a color connotation on that phrase, I think just needs to be thrown away. A woman is angry at something at a point in time. Doesn't matter if she's black. Um, but anyways, 50 has a, a way of unapologetically saying whatever the heck he wants to say. And I just wish he didn't. Um, And I think we laugh and say, oh, it's all fun and games when he's bullying somebody else, when he's bullying people for money. You know, when he bullied Notori Naughton or whatever her name is. Y'all know what I'm talking about. The girl, uh, what's her name from um, Power? Ghost Wife. When he bullied her in real life. You know, it was kind of like a, I don't want to say a ha ha he he moment. We were just like, man, come on, 50. But I think like now that he's put, instead of stopping him then, we kind of was like, oh, poor her. He shouldn't say that to her. Woo, woo, woo. But okay, it's 50, right? But now that he's grouped us all together, we have a problem with it. I think we should have stopped him then. Um. Yeah, let's just stop giving him the time of day, you know? And it's so sad because 50 has the power to do so much for the black community. I mean, he is in rooms that, you know, black actors and creators will love to be in. He has the access and the power to those rooms. I mean, like from creating a show, from creating power um, and now creating, I think he's on ABC is where his new show is going to be aired. And then power sequels like you know how many black people and creators and actors and actresses would love to be in the rooms that he gets to sit in to do that? And he has so much power, um, the money to help the black community, but it's like, at what cost? Right? Like, I'm in the middle of watching Shameless. If you've never watched Shameless before, you won't know what I'm talking about. It's kind of a spoiler alert. If you have watched Shameless before, I think I'm around season three, where uh, Fiona is working, uh, or was working at a grocery store and every single employee that the grocery store manager hired, he was a man, but every single employee he hired was a woman and the woman to get time off from work to go take care of her kids or get time off from work to go to a funeral or whatever they needed, um, you know, extra to work overtime, whatever. In return, they had to give the manager fellatio, right? So, that was the cost they had to pay to be able to do things and take care and sacrifice for their families. 
um, because they were, you know, in poverty. Except Fiona. Fiona was like, I'm not doing that. Like, I deserve to work here like anybody else. And I'm not going to pay the cost of giving you fellatio for it. So, and so that's why I'm like, no, we're not giving 50 cent fellatio. But in a roundabout way, we are. We keep allowing him to talk to people like this, to talk to us like this. But yet, still keep giving him the time of day. Still keep clicking on every time he's on the internet. We might as well be giving him fellatio. Like, at what cost are we going to put up with this? Um. Because not that many other black people have that that power that he has. And I this kind of goes into another segue. I know Tyler Perry says he wants to build his own table, right? Stop begging for a seat at the table at the Oscars and those type of rooms. But I don't want to see that Tyler Perry's table either. Because his type of okay I understand that a black woman scorned should only be told by a black woman it should only be written or people who have experienced it should only be able to write it should only be able to produce it direct it and act it I get it but that is not the only narrative that black people know slavery um Jim Crow those are not the only narratives that we know right like some of these mainstream white movies and white tv shows black people live those experiences too and so yes I get that that's Tyler Perry's experience but I don't want to keep telling that story over and over and over again right um Legally Blonde is a good example what movie is out there about a successful black woman who went to law school and is trying to fight actual causes at the Supreme, not the Supreme Court, but at the congressional level without having a husband that's cheating on her. How to get away with murder is great, but without being a murderer or without helping murderers get off. Like, can we not just have a white girl success story like Legally Bond? And I don't see Tyler Perry creating that type of narrative narrative without having a cheating husband or a husband that you know is gay or or whatever the narrative that he's trying to create I get it that nobody else should tell those stories and direct those stories but us but at the same time we have other stories that need to be told and when Tyler Perry wants to be the only one at the table who's doing the writing that's not a table that I want to be at and I've talked about this before too like for most of Tyler Perry's stuff, he's the only writer. And we can tell. It's only so much of genre. Like, I'm not a romantic movie person. Same thing with novels. I'm not a romantic novel person. So it's only so much Notebook. Or um, The Notebook is the movie. The Notebook. Um... I'm trying to think of another. See, I don't even watch them that much, but it's only so many movies like that that I'm willing to stand. It's only so many of Tyler Perry's A Woman, A Black Woman Scorned that I'm trying to watch. Um, I don't know. This is just so frustrating. We are at a time right now where it's just so frustrating that... You have people that are really rallying behind us, 
that have the power and have the money to make change, but they're making the wrong changes. I posted about this. Black people want equality. That's all we want. Treat us like white people. Give us the opportunities that you give white people. Put me beside somebody, a white person like me, that has the same degree that I have, that has the same amount of experience that I have, but offer me the job because I'm black and because there deserves to be more black people in the room. And we have people who have the power and the money to do that, but instead they are taking down the racist symbols, the Confederate flags, the angel mama, you know, the, um, angel mama pictures and uncle Ben pictures and the Confederate statues. But that's not taking out the racism. You're just taking down the symbols and like, that's not what we want. And that's just just sort I'm so frustrated because I don't know, like, how did I, oh, we were talking about 50 being able to get us in rooms and then Tyler Perry trying to make the room, build the table in the room, have our own room. But that's not the type of room I want to be in. It's just like, does anybody with that type of money, power, stature, want to build a inclusive room where like the movies are about black people's success stories? And I'm not just talking about the biographies and the autobiographies and the famous people or biopics of the famous black people that we know, but can we get our own Legally Blonde movie? You know what I'm saying? A black woman who went to Yale Law School or went to Howard Law School or went to law school, um, graduated from law school, got married, you know, fought cases on her own. Um, I'm trying to think of other... You know, just like, and The Pursuit of Happiness is a good movie. And I understand that the majority of black people who make it to some level were never always there. But can we have a movie where a black person is starts out rich and still ends up rich and successful without having to grow up poor, having to have a struggle? I know it's, I know as a whole, it is a stereotype narrative placed on our lives, but I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I didn't get on here for this to be about race, but that's what it turned into. And I'm sorry. Um, but Hey, it is what it is. Um, in retaliation, I guess, because it was her dad's show and in in the clip that I saw, I did not go back and watch the whole podcast and interaction because if Little Wayne ain't coming out with uh, Mrs. Alpha, so wasn't he in that song? I'm trying to think of the last Little Wayne hit, but if he ain't coming out with one of his, you know, early two thousand hits, and Fifty Cent ain't bringing back Power, the not the sequels, not the spinoffs, but. There's nothing I really conversation that I really want to hear them do. I'm like, what are you two talking about that will benefit me or make me get give me a good kiki? So I didn't watch go back and watch the whole thing. But from the clip, what I gathered was that Lil Wayne was just nodding his head in a grance and laughing. Um, so I can't say dogmatically whether he disagreed or agreed with 50 by verbally confirming 
just from what I saw. He was just like <laughs> laughing and nodding his head. And so I guess Regine did not take well of that. And so I don't know if she was responding to her father, if she was responding to 50 or if she was responding to both of them. But she came back and said, I am a beautiful black woman. And, you know, just declaring and self-affirming herself. Um, and then her mother, Toya, came behind her and reaffirmed her self-affirmations. Um, but it's like, I, I, you know what? I don't even know what to say. Um, you know, I don't think 50 has daughters. So I don't know if he can <clears throat> speak to that. Um, but I think definitely in that moment, that was Little Wayne's opportunity to definitely say, you know, well, as a father of I think he has two black daughters um definitely at least one <clears throat> I don't know if his other kids if he has girls by any of his other baby mamas but he could definitely come and say you know as a father of a black girl I get your preference in exotic women but I don't think we should downplay our black women you know they have different personalities they have different uh, approaches and thoughts about situations, but to call him angry, brother, that's not, you know, and then half the time, we don't even know if Lil Wayne is sober, so, you know, that's not an excuse, I'm just saying that probably could have been the situation where he probably didn't know what the heck 50 was saying in the first place, um, but yeah, that, that, that was just, I, I don't know, can we just, not can we not can we move on uh yesterday was blackout tuesday did you guys participate were you able to um restrain oh going back to 50 real quick ti wants to battle him i think ti will win just because ti has enough hits enough top charts to beat 50 so if you have some good solid albums yes you can find me in the club you sure can uh probably not now you can find rona in the club that's who you can find in the club um but uh yeah so ti wants to battle him i think that's because he chose an opponent that he knew um would win uh but did you guys participate in Black Out Tuesday yesterday? Did you only buy Black? Did you have to cave in and buy some stuff from a non-Black-owned business? Um, I did cave in and buy food from Kava. Um, but I chose Kava specifically because Kava did not wait to release a statement about Black Lives Matter. Um, Kava did not, you know, everybody released their statement around May 31st, June 1st, when it was getting like way past when they should have released a statement and Kava came out immediately and was like, we will leave Black Lives Matter. Okay. And they sell Greek food. So, uh, <laughs> I know all my extra woke people are going to come at me with somebody who works at Kava's CEO as a Trump supporter. Okay. Okay. I get it. I I automatically did wrong by not only buying black yesterday. Forgive me. Um, 
but I did participate a couple of merchants um I did participate so um where are you guys and is your state um making masks mandatory I live in North Carolina and masks have been made mandatory inside and outside but if you know anything about North Carolina you know we are even though our governor right now is a democrat we are full I don't know how it happened I don't know how Roy Cooper won (laughs) because North Carolina is full of republicans um and they not they not listening they not they not wearing their masks. You can't tell them they wear their mask. You can't tell them not to or to wear their mask. Um. So I just I just saw, um, before I jumped on a post about that, uh, and I'm just tired of going back and forth with people about explaining to them why they should wear a mask because if they go in contact with somebody who is an older relative who cannot wear a mask, or they go visit an older relative in their home. How they can make them sick they they just don't care how do you guys feel about harvard still charging full tuition <laughs> for online only classes what are you sending computers are you sending macbook computers to every student what? and it's almost to the tune of fifty thousand dollars is their tuition and i believe that's just in-state and does not include out-of-state tuition um, I think that that is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> like, excuse me? I'm sorry, what? Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know what's really going on in the world right now. It's just so much. And for Harvard to have all the money that they've had from collecting tuition through the years to be able to come out and say boldly in the name of the Lord, we will charge you full tuition, even if you will not be taking up space and using electricity, living in a dorm running up the water bill. We're still going to pretend and charge you as if you were. crazy um that's enough caring events because nothing is playful and laughable right now it's just a lot of I don't know maybe it's just the mental space that I am but I thought I was good before I hopped on the podcast I don't know what happened it took a turn for the worst I guess anyways let's move on to this week's it's what episode of internally or yeah part not episode segment internally woke segment um I want to talk about saying no. This is another one of those cliche things where you're like, well, Dad, we need to start saying no more. But no, you really need to say no. No. And I'm not just talking about to people. I'm talking about in the workplace. Normalize saying no to outlandish requests in the workplace. I don't think that black people 
or women do that enough. I think white men take full control of saying, whoa, 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 whoa. No, that's not a good idea. No, we're not going to do that. But do women or black men or black people and women, however you want to group them together, do that enough? Absolutely, we don't do it enough. But as we know right now in the season of Rona, we're not that replaceable. I mean, yes, there are people out here who need a job. But some of them are getting more of unemployment than they are in the workplace. But just like, can you stay and work three hours over? We really need to get this project done. Well, no, you, I've been working at an enormous or at a faster pace than I normally do to help you guys get this project done. Who else is staying over three hours with me? Rashonda. Okay, Rashonda's another black woman, so no. Why can't Stacy or Karen stay over with me because they've still been coming in late when I've been coming in an extra hour early to bust my tail on this project. Normalize saying no in the workplace. Um, you know, within reason. If your boss says, look, girl, which I hope your boss does not culturally appropriate you like that. Um, but if your boss says, Miranda, you've been coming in about 30, 45 minutes late. You know, two, three times a week, we need you to start coming in on time. Okay, obviously, you can't say no to that. One, that's not an outlandish request. Go into your job on time, whether you like it or not. That way, when it's time to bounce and you go to another one, they can't say, well, and your your new employer, before hiring you, calls to get, you know, the lowdown. They can't say she's late all the time, Right. You know, so that's not outlandish, Um, but just normal because they know. I think some employers know, some supervisors, some managers know that the quote unquote good black people or women won't say no because they don't want to be looked at a certain way or because they know that you're so used to going above and beyond. But it's okay to say, "Mm, no, I don't feel comfortable doing that. No, I'm not going to be able to do that. But I will do this and then list something that is in the normal parameters of your job because we're not going to continue to take the same treatment we've been taking. And that is the end of this week's episode of Internally Woke. I am Jasmine. I hope you have enjoyed the episode. We will see you, hear you, talk to you next week. Hopefully I will record next week's episode. Hopefully there will be more tea, good tea that we can laugh about, talk about and dish out um, in next, uh, next week's episode. Thank you for listening. Bye.